0: Hey, I'm Sanjay, welcome to Wisegrad! Episode number nine, how to become a successful entrepreneur. Tips from David Israel, the CEO of Good Planet Foods. everyone and welcome to episode 9 of WISEGRAD. Thank you for clicking play and not clicking next. This episode is jam-packed with tips for individuals who want to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> Uh, whoever you are, whether you just left school and you're thinking to start a business or you're in school, which, you know, actually many brilliant ideas come out of students in college or even before college. You don't have to go to college to be an entrepreneur. You just need the right set of tools, right? And a little a little drive, I guess, but I'm not the one giving the tips today. It's Mr. David Israel of Good Planet Foods. Now, David is a serial entrepreneur. This guy has he he's just super successful uh, with executing his ideas, not only having the ideas, but of course, executing them. So he has had many successful businesses. You can look him up. David Israel and he has had a few uh, challenges in his life and as a criminologist these challenges and these situations were very interesting to me let's talk about uh, incarceration recidivism rehabilitation success and turning negative experiences to something positive but we're not going to go there yet I just do a little intro piece and then we jump to the interview where you can get some insights on becoming an entrepreneur And I hope that the tips that he shares are relevant to you or can help you or help someone. Hold on one second. Let's take a quick break and then jump right back into the episode. How I met this guy. So I was in Seattle, Washington. Uh, at a, a charity auction for Dream Jamaica. You can go and look up dreamjamaica.org. Uh, that's uh, an organization that I've been a part of for quite a while. I was one of the first mentees there, and the organization helps uh, Jamaican youth to achieve their dreams. Uh, so they did help me back in the day. And And actually, they have uh, attempted to help me quite a few times. For example, when I needed a scholarship for my master's program, I turned back to Dream Jamaica to get some guidance. Uh, So Dream Jamaica has been helping youth all over Jamaica. And I met this guy at his office uh, because the founder of Dream Jamaica, Shamil Debril, she works there and she introduced me to him and his story is a very interesting and inspiring story. And I mean, I th- saw so fit to share this with you. <laughs> I didn't want to soak up all the fun and all the tips and run off and start my own big business without you guys. Uh, you guys are, are avid listeners, and I really think you deserve some of the information I received. So before we jump into that, I have a big announcement. Let me do a drum roll, a desk roll wisegrad now has a website it's wisegrad.org w-i-s-e-g-r-a-d dot wisegrad.org and on that website i'll host a podcast well as in i <laughs> will be posting the episodes there so i'll always direct you there uh since this podcast does, is on many platforms like google 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 what's it called Google podcasts there's anchor which where it's based uh, there's Spotify and Apple podcast so many platforms but I wanted to pretty much streamline everything so just head to wisegrad.org you can tell your friends to just go to the website they can choose whatever platform they want to listen on and yeah everything is pretty central there so I'm excited to share I hope I sound excited I'm a little tired. Uh, It's, uh, yeah, it's a tiring day, but I hope you hear the excitement in my voice that this website is now live and I'll also be adding articles of every episode. So if you want to read and listen, you can do them all at wisegrad.org. And you can also support the podcast. There's so many things you can do. Just head to the website. (laughs) Enough of that. Just head to the website. So now I'm going to jump into this short and spicy interview with Mr. David Israel. I hope that you can learn from it. And yeah, share with your friends and your family, your mom, dad, everybody. And enjoy. All right, I'm here with David Israel, uh, a serial entrepreneur. He's amazing. He has been through a lot as an entrepreneur and has done a lot as an entrepreneur. So I just want him to give some insights on being an entrepreneur and what it takes to be an entrepreneur, what drives an entrepreneur, and what drives a successful business. Mm-hmm. All right, give me that. Yeah, so
1: uh, I think, like, first of all, uh, for me, it's, about, it's not about really. Educational. I mean, it's look. You want to have that experience behind you and have learn the kind of the basics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I wish I completed college. I didn't, but it's because my businesses were doing so well. I, I left to, to focus on that when I was twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about you know you have to have resilience. Uh, again, you have to be able to persevere. Um, you can't let things weigh on you. Like a lot of people, like some people have told me hey, you're brilliant. I go, no, if I was brilliant, I wouldn't be successful because smart guys investigate it. They look every little thing, they plan it out, and then they start seeing barriers, right? Or, yeah. or roadblocks. And a lot of times those serve as ways of, of not to do something. Where for me, I try to figure out something that I feel will be great in a category, no matter what it be, whether it's retail or food or uh, you know signs or whatever it may be that I've done in my past. And I try to innovate something and do it differently and better than yeah. anybody else in the marketplace, mm-hmm. right? Not necessarily at a better price, but it has to be compatible and yeah. uh, competitive. Uh, but it has to be better and innovative. So that's kind of where I'm at. But for me, like I said, if I always looked at things and said, gee, I'll plan it out for the next three years and I'll look at everything that could en- I could encounter, I would have done a lot of my businesses. You know, it's, for me, it's just better to figure out something that you believe in get behind it with your passion and go make it happen. Uh, but you have to be committed and you yeah. can't be afraid uh, because no matter how great things are, I don't care happens to the greatest companies in the world, there's always a problem, right? Yeah. And you just have to be prepared for that and know that you'll figure it out. It'll work its way out. I mean, I have people today, uh, including Shamil, who says, boy, you, you know, you're so calm. I'm like, it's because things are gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And for me to go haywire over whether it's a big problem or a small problem, that doesn't help the situation. I just gotta move forward and figure it out and I'll let it happen again, hopefully, right? Um, But it's really, like I said, uh, being focused on winning and moving fast, uh, because a lot of times when you have a great idea, other people wanna emulate that idea and copy you. And some people can move faster than you because they have the dollars or whatever, or the mechanisms in their organizations. So you have to go quick. But you got to do it right. And I think what I've taught my, I've learned, uh, I used to think it was great, you know, you have to have a great product, you have to have a great brand, or great service, whatever it may be. But on top of that, you have to build great relationships. Yeah. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Uh, And it's, so I focus on being transparent, uh, being, you know, all about integrity, and making it a win-win for whoever I'm doing business with, uh, you've got to care about them as much as yourself. I mean, making that one-time sale, that doesn't help you be successful, yeah. right? It's building that long-term relationship where everybody collaborates together and you win together. And then you, you build those relationships. Uh, it also helps because, like I said, things happen. And when you have that relationship, it's a lot easier to work through that when you communicate with someone that you've built a good, strong relationship with versus, hey, I sold you something, something went wrong, they don't know who you are, they could care less they find someone else, right? All right. So,
0: so look at this now. Uh, you know of Sh- Chevelle's uh, foundation, yes. Dream Jamaica. And let's say for me, it's more of a personal thing. So I, I study, I do a lot of little things over there. Wherever my interest is, I just do it. Mm-hmm. So recently I, I launched a podcast for students and I did that because I saw a need for it, I needed something to listen to that would help me writing thesis and a lot of academia stuff mm-hmm. that when you get it from one person, let's say a supervisor, it's not always so fruitful. Uh-huh. It, and to hear from like a student, their perspective and their experiences or even just now you, if I put this on the podcast, it might help them. But for my podcast, I just went ahead and did it. There was a podcast I used to listen to and I was like, I can do this much better Uh and much more creative. Uh But then my initial hindrance was, say, finances. And I invested in a very good microphone. When I bought this phone, I checked out the recording on it, so if I was remote, yeah. I could also have it. I have the microphone in my bag, now I could pop that out too. Uh-huh. But then I said I could put this also on YouTube, I could make short videos. Yeah. Then my camera got busted. So right now I'm in a, I love this, but ah, oh, these little issues. So now my videos, I'm trying to use the phone, not always the best quality. So what, what would you say to me to, Keep that drive, because I, I think I have it,
1: you but do, it, you know it, it's still a bit shaky. You right know now. what, so what, the, it is, you have your microphone and your camera right here. Yeah. It's just making, it's getting things done, right? Yeah. Some people would say, oh, I can't do it now, I don't have the right phone, I don't have the right camera. Yeah. Those people don't aren't successful, Yeah. because something, you just got to make it work, right? You yeah. got to improvise, you got to keep moving forward. This will keep you moving forward yeah. until you have a better microphone or you get a new camera or whatever it is, right? Yeah. I mean, the audience today, for speaking about you, they don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't care if it's a you know, a produced film thing or whatever. They're happy to have what you're doing, right? They're going to connect with you. And whether it's a camera or a microphone, it's all about moving forward, right? Continuously being there in front of your audience, which, like for people with products, you got to be there always in front of your you can't let things stop you, yeah. right? I mean, if you some people will launch with four products, right, and they might have a problem with two or three, so they'll stop. Yeah. You don't stop. You push the other one. You keep you keep moving forward uh, because then you can come back. You're developing relationships. You're developing sales, and you can bring the other two or three back in. Yeah. You know, you can't just say, "Oops, I'm sorry. I'll wait until I get waiting means somebody else is going to do it, or you're going to get forgotten about." Yeah. Right. So, I. For you, hats off, man. That's the way you got to do it. It, it, it. People will love to look, see what you're doing, and they'll understand that you're you're taking the steps to make sure that they're seeing what they want to see, which is you and whatever you're providing to them.
0: Yeah. All right. So I again reading, and I read that, that you were incarcerated for a short while. Yep. But this birth out of that, and that is... I think phenomenal. I've worked with like deported migrants in Jamaica because my field is also criminology. And I'm very big on rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. And it's a big issue when they come out of of, uh, prison and they can't find jobs, yes. and uh, recidivism is real, it can happen when people don't have opportunities, You're but I-, I read that you are-, are helping individuals, but what drives you to do that? I mean the state is there and in the United States it's much better than let's say Jamaica in helping with rehab, yep. but what drives you to even consider that?
1: Yeah, well what I was, like, first of all I went to, I was incarcerated for I was innocent. I mean, I, would, yeah. I just had to do it to get it done. Yeah, because it uh, happened. Seven years of, of fighting something. I just yeah. threw it. it was enough. So I decided yeah. just to, to go do that, that time and put it behind me. Uh, and I was determined while I was there to turn it into a positive and yeah. come out and show the, the prosecutor who basically destroyed my life. That wasn't going to let it destroy my life. I was going to turn. I was going to take what she planted and turn it into a into a forest. Right. Uh, no better, you know, re- success is the best revenge. So, but while I was incarcerated, I met a lot of intelligent guys um, that really either never had opportunity uh, or got stuck into that recidivism thing because yeah. they can't get jobs um, and they would throw on the towel because it was sad. I mean, seriously, some of the smartest people I've ever met, right? They just didn't know how to use their skills yeah. in a way that was positive or, or they weren't allowed to. So I would see really got great guys with great intent about getting their lives on track and they would go out and would see them come back and i would say what happened i mean you were all set right well one little thing that would mess up their whole life like they would take away their driver's license because mm-hmm. they missed a, a payment of some sort which means they couldn't get to work and then everything kind of unravels right so when i wrote my business plan uh, for my company that I started when I came home, and that was what all about. I was like, man, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to show everybody that if you knock me down, I'm going to come back twice as hard. And I built an international snack company based on that idea, but I started hiring people right away, um, probably, probably 150, 200 guys. Um, I mean, I had a staff, a full-time staff of 120 people at, at our peak. Uh, but a lot of these guys would come through what they call work release. So yeah. they would be able to be in the community, get a job. So I would be able to provide them some opportunity mm-hmm. uh, to get on track. A lot of them made, re, remained with me in some capacity. A lot went on and did better things. Some didn't. Uh, some decided to go back to what they used to do. Uh, but that's going to happen. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. our, look, you that's our world, right? I mean, not everybody. Yeah. You can't give everybody a golden ticket and they're gonna go use it, right? I mean, they'll, they'll go use it and they'll spend it and go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, but for those people that wanted the opportunity, I gave it the best as I could idea. And then I started talking all around the country about giving these opening doors and giving people chances because if we don't like recidivism, we don't like high crime rates, then let's give people that want the opportunity and deserve the opportunity the chance to get their lives in straight. Even those who don't realize they want the opportunity, they should still have that chance because the light bulb might go off and they might, gee, I don't have to go back to prison. I don't have to, you know, all these disrupt my family. I can be here and actually have a life. And that's the change that I wanted to make. Uh, But I also found that besides being sharp, smart guys, savvy, uh, they're resilient, right? Mm -hmm. That's one thing that I learned there. That's why before, maybe a better businessman at the end of the day, because. So many things are out of your control when you're incarcerated. You just have to figure out how to move forward or not let it bother you, right? So I take that same attitude here. You know, Spencer was incarcerated. I met him when I was teaching an entrepreneur class since, uh, when I went back to do it at a, where I was incarcerated. And I met him. You know what? He's turned out to be the best partner I ever said.
0: Well, that's quite an interesting story. I mean, David had such a negative experience, but he ended up turning that negative experience into something positive, And it drove him. It drove him to become a successful and even more successful entrepreneur. A key takeaway for me from this interview is to build relationships, build good relationships with people, and also to keep it moving. Keep going forward and improvise. Just make things work and I, I'm happy that I dropped that bit in about the podcast. I mean I have had hiccups with this podcast being completely honest with you but I, I've i had that in the back of my mind to keep going and, and drive and move and push things forward and it would be completely hypocritical for me to just come to you and say oh everything is perfect and happy but yeah we all have obstacles when we engage something new. But with that attitude and, uh, and well, that correct attitude, you'd be able to move forward and, and make things work and probably be super successful. And this podcast will re- remain number one. I say it's number one and it is number one. There's no other podcast that compare, can compare to Wisegrad. And that's not because... I'm producing it, but it's also because you are listening and you give input. So please send anything you want to send a comment, a compliment to info at wisegrad.org and visit the website. Send me an email, saintsandra at wisegrad.org. I'll greatly appreciate it. But that's all we have for this episode. I hope it's really short and spicy and you can run away with these tips and build that business. I actually have a few friends who mentioned that they wanted to start businesses. I'm sure you have. And I'm sure maybe you're that friend who wants to start a business. And I really think these tips, they're short and spicy. It's so good. But thank you so much for listening to this episode of Wisegrad. Thank you for clicking play and not clicking next. This is WiseGrad, helping students thrive. Until next time, bye-bye. Hey, if you're interested in supporting this podcast, head right over to wisegrad.org, scroll to the bottom and click support. You can also head to anchor.fm slash wisegrad and click support.